the fourth day of Christmas, Moose brings to me for his 13 horrifying days of Christmas, his 13 best moments celebrating 100 episodes of Moose's Monster Bash. Welcome, Horror Hounds, to another installment of the 13 Horrifying Days of Christmas. I'm your host and gift giver, Moose. And this isn't just any episode. This is our 99th episode together, which means my gift for you today is a gift of me. No, 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 I'm just messing with you. But no, it 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 really is. I'm, I'm going to take a step back, and I, I wanted to take a look back at the last 99 episodes, last four years, and really look at the things, the, the highlights, as it were, of this podcast. And so the gift today is the 13 career highlights of Moose's Monster Mash. Now, there are a lot of memorable moments, a lot of great interviews. And so it was really hard to put this, just narrow this down to 13. I mean, we're at 99 episodes. Tomorrow is the 100th episode. We, you know, listeners, we've been through a lot together. But let's, here's my list of what I think was special to me. And if as you're listening to this, if there's an interview or an episode that really stuck out in your mind, really special to you. Please comment. Tell me your favorite episode. Tell me your favorite interview. Tell me who you you would like to see interviewed in the future. When we get to episode 199, we'll go back and do this again. Let's start into it. At number 13 is what you're listening to right now, my 13 horrifying days of Christmas tradition. Now, this started as I wanted to do something different for Christmas, you know, my first season, I did a Christmas episode with the Gravedigger, and we talked Black Christmas. That was great, but then I wanted to do something different, and that morphed into the 13 Horrifying Days of Christmas, which kind of lent itself to me getting to meet and interview some great independent artists and watch some great independent films. And it's really become a great way to bookend the seasons. At Peek Behind the Curtain, it's a labor of love, because there's a lot of work that goes into putting these 13 episodes out. That's part of why I only do one episode a month. But I, I, I love it. I love each and every moment of it. And it's not something I plan on stopping anytime soon. So I really hope you enjoy it as well. Number 12 is this podcast has afforded me the ability to qualify now for press passes at conventions. And that opens up the door at conventions to a whole new avenue. You know, you, I mean, we're all horror fans. We're all con- fans of going to conventions. But when you're on a press pass, you, you get little snippet interviews. You get to, you know, you, you, you get a little different access and it it adds a layer of validity to what you're doing. You know, you're not just 
some guy with a microphone. And at the end of the day, it shows that what you're doing, people are taking seriously. And that means a lot. My number 11 spot happens to be a specific episode, and that is my Butch Patrick interview. Now, growing up, I'm a hu- I was a huge fan of the Munsters. So, to get a chance to sit down with Eddie Munster himself and, you know, talk Munsters, talk cars, talk, just talk everything with somebody I watched as a kid was just mind-blowing. And it's hard to put into words, really, because it was one of those times where you're trying to conduct an interview, but at the same time, you're watching it you're watching this all unfold as this like starry eyed kid. So that interview will always hold a special place in my heart coming in at number 10. 10 is the number of times I have covered and talked about Jason Voorhees in these last 99 episodes, whether it's a fan film, an interview with somebody from Friday the 13th or a deep dive into the franchise. There have been 10 episodes Related to Friday the 13th and Jason Voorhees. I didn't realize that we had covered that franchise that much, folks. With the fan films and everything, it's it, it gave a it gave us content when when we wanted content, and I, I do look forward to more episodes about the franchise and learning more and talking to more people about their love and desire to expand the world of Camp Crystal Lake and Jason Voorhees and Friday the 13th and just this realm of possibilities. Number nine, sitting down with John Borowski to talk about serial killers was a very, very special moment for me because we talk, you know, we we talk slashers, we talk movies all the time, but we never really get a chance to talk about real horror. And I, I, I think that if you're going to talk horror, you have to at least address real horror at some point. And, you know, Browski's written some great books, directed great films. He's got a couple more coming out soon. And getting a chance to basically peel back the layers and look at what makes a killer a killer and look at what all of our favorite slashers are designed from really puts our movies into perspective. You know, almost all of our favorite slashers and movies are based off of these real life characters. And I say characters because ultimately that's what they are. They're murderers, but at some point they became a character, something larger than life. And I don't, I, I don't want to celebrate what they're doing, what they did. That it's not at all what I, want to accomplish here but like i said peeling back a layer and looking into what makes them tick why did they do it you know why 
why did this person snap? And any chance I get to talk real horror it is amazing for me. My number eight spot is a shout out to a good friend of mine, frequent guest of the show, and star of Happy Death Day, Mr. Rob Mello. Now, this started, Rob and I met at a convention. We, we were just out back smoking. And that's progressed into, in, you know, we are smoking at a convention, morphed into an interview, morphed into another interview. Now, when we're at conventions together, we're, you know, we're, we're smoking buddies, you know, bullshit online and different things like that. Hell, he sent happy birthday videos to my daughter, you know, so that's something I wouldn't ha- necessarily have without this podcast. So as I go through the list of things that I think are like my career highlights, that has to be one of them. Number seven is another friendship form from this, and that's with Wyatt Weed, the board predator from Predator 2. Again, we met at a convention, struck up a you know, decent working relationship, and you know we, we've kind of been off to the races ever since. And we'll, we'll talk and BS about different things, whether it's miniature work or toys or, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's just fun things to discuss with somebody that's not movies. It's not just horror. You know, and this all started from we met at a convention appearance and then he came on for a two part interview episode because the man has a lot of stories to tell. And if you haven't yet, I encourage you to go back and listen to his two part episode because he's got he's got a lot to tell. Coming in at number six is something that we started, and it's fun because I get to do it with my friends, and that's the year in review episodes, where Billy Peck, Randall Sovey, and myself sit down and we talk about the horror movies that came out, you know, the top horror movies that came out in the year, and then we'll talk about the movies we're looking forward to for the following year. And now that all stemmed from wanting to talk about new horror and giving the new stuff time to breathe and, you know, not just talking about it for like clicks and likes, because in this profession, there's a high likelihood of falling into the trap of when a movie drops, you instantly do an episode on it just to get the listens. But that also doesn't give enough people time to really enjoy and digest the property. And I I think me personally, I think that does a disservice to what you are talking about, which is why we put it off to the end of the year and go back and talk about things that have come out throughout the year because that has then given people time to actually watch the product, enjoy or d- like dislike the product, form an opinion and listen to us talk about it. And, you know, we, we can have spoilers. We can have 
different things like that without tipping the balance, as it were, for opinions. And with that, we have now entered the top five career highlights of Moose's Monster Mash. Number five for me is hands down the legacy interviews I've conducted. And you might be thinking, legacy interviews? What's a legacy interview? Well, for me, the legacy interviews were talking with Sarah Karloff, Lynn and uh, Bela Lugosi Jr., Dacre Stoker, Ron Chaney, the, the family members of the building blocks of this fran- you know, uh, of this genre. And now there are still a few out there that I'm trying to get. So hopefully there's more legacy interviews to come. I'm sure if you're a longtime listener, you at this point, you're probably tired of hearing me say it. But as you know, I'm a huge, huge Universal Era movie fan. So to get the opportunity to sit down to talk with family members from that era about their family and what they did for the movie industry and what they did for the genre and, you know, just helping propel all of this forward was a dream come true. And then in the case of Dacre Stoker, we're talking to the multiple grand nephew of Bram Stoker, the writer of Dracula, one of the best works of horror ever produced. It's been turned into multiple movies. Dracula is the archetype for any vampires. Now, yes, Bram Stoker did not create the vampire, but he did create Dracula. And to sit down and talk with somebody about how Dracula was created is a horror fan's just, uh, again, I'll say it, dream come true. I mean, that whole interview, I maybe said five things. And, spoiler, tomorrow for the 100th episode, Lynn Lugosi and Dacre Stoker are back, and we talk Dracula, and I don't talk that much at all. So, you're in for a very, very packed episode of information regarding Dracula and his very long, long lasting legacy. Coming in at number four for my career highlights. Talking about one of the more modern horror hits, and that's Terrifier. Whether it's having Michael Levy on and doing deep dives or the chance to sit down with Art the Clown himself. You know, David Howard Thornton, who you sit down with him and he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever get a chance to meet. And you just, you sit down and you start talking about this movie that takes the world by storm and is still taking the world by storm. And you get to learn his backstory, you know, how he got into acting and it's fun watching, watching David talk about this since 
in the movies, he doesn't talk at all. So you, you get to hear him just much, much like I'm doing right now, just kind of go on and on. But to see the passion in his face while he's talking about playing art and being involved in Terrifier and this franchise, that's why I do this. It's it's not for fame, it's not for glory. I like the stories. I like I like to see the reaction people have to the stories, whether it's the storyteller or the people who are listening to the stories light up when they hear something that they really, really like and can key into. And getting to sit down with David Howard Thornton was one of the best experiences I've had because I got to be in the uh, reactionary position and watch my reactions to his excitement. I don't think from a fan standpoint, I could top that, but I'm going to try because my number three highlight is getting to interview somebody I've been a fan of for a very long time. And way back in the early days of the podcast, I had David Desmalchin on. Now, you may know him as the first mate from Voyage of the Demeter. You may know him as the Polka Dot Man from Suicide Squad. You may know him know him as Kurt from Ant-Man. He's been in so much. You might know him as Murdoch from the rebooted MacGyver series. I am a huge fan of this gentleman. He came on to talk about his new comic, at new at the time, and it's still going strong, Count Crowley Reluctant uh, Monster Hunter. This goes back to, as a fan, getting the chance to do something that I wouldn't be able to do without this podcast. And this goes back to you, listeners. I wouldn't be able to do that without your support. So you helped make that dream come true. So you helped put that one in my top three, and I cannot thank you enough for making that happen. My second career highlight, and I'm going to say this, and you guys are probably going to ask why this isn't number one, but I have a pretty good number one. My second career highlight is my very first episode, a Halloween Too Many with Billy Peck. This podcast started because... I wanted a place to talk about horror. And I was kicking around the idea. And Billy and Randy both pretty much just said, like at the time I was guest appearing over on Grawlix, pretty much just said, why don't you just create your own? Don't quit talking about it, just do it. So I sat down, I planned it all out. I didn't know what I was going to do exactly. I knew I knew I wanted to talk about horror, but I didn't have a format. I didn't have anything else. And then the time came to record an episode, and I was like, "What? What am I going to do?" And decided my first episode was going to be with Billy Peck to talk about the Halloween franchise. And 
from that episode, that has stemmed into multiple franchise deep dives with Billy. And those are some of my favorite episodes because we're not just talking about a movie. I mean, we are digesting an entire library of films, whether it's the Leprechaun series, whether it's Halloween, uh, most recently, the, the, the Grindhouse Cinematic Universe, you know, and there's there's so many more planned out. And this all goes back to that very first episode where, you know, everyone said just, well, much like Nike, just do it. And now's the time for what I think is my favorite moment in the last 99 episodes. And probably my professional career in general. And it's, this is, when I tell you, you'll understand why I'm stuttering a little bit, but it's something that's hard to imagine. And even looking back, it still boggles my mind a little bit. But through this podcast, I connected Dacre Stoker and Lynn Lagosi. Now, they had worked... They had worked on things before, but they had never really been in contact with each other. Uh, I was a connecting point between the Stoker family and the Lugosi family. I mean, two of the biggest names in horror and vampires and Dracula. And I connected them. And I don't say this to brag or boast or, you know, toot my own horn. I say this because it's something I'm proud of. Something that, yes, it would have happened someday, but I am so glad it happened through me. And here's a quick soundbite on that very thing. And we <laughs> we were on a show together with Paul. Was he, how long ago, Paul? A year ago? Uh, God, a couple long? years now. That's I think where we got where we got connected mm -hmm. with the family. Yeah. I say you had started uh interacting with them but like you'd never really talked talked and then like I was kind of the linchpin between the uh, You the were. Pool. You you absolutely were. Yeah. That's right. Uh, it was uh, all uh, sort of, you know, cordial that stuff until you you brought us together and it was all out warfare, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to me talk about my favorite 13 moments. Like I said, tell me your favorite moments of the last 99 episodes. Tell me what your favorite interview is. Uh, tell me your favorite story. And, you know, you can you can always find me and other great podcasters over at electronicmediacollective.com or in an effort to tell me your favorite story, find just... Just look me up on Facebook and Twitter and uh, inst and just look me up on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Moose Media Inc. Just look for the moose. And listeners, this is episode 99. Tomorrow is the 100th episode of Moose's Monster Mash. I couldn't have got there without you. I'm so happy with where we've come from to where we are. And 
I look forward to continuing this journey with you and tune in tomorrow for the 100th episode. And until next time, horror hounds mash on.